everyone and welcome to King Canvas. You're about to listen to part 2 of a series entitled The Root Cause of Sin and I just wanted to let you know that this series was originally recorded for YouTube so you can head on over there if you'd like to watch this in video form as well. Without further ado, enjoy the message. Oh hi there! If you're watching this, you must be down to earth because today we're gonna get to the root cause of sin. Get it? Down to earth? Root? Welcome back to King Canvas and if you have not watched the first part of this series, you can watch that before coming back to this video because today we're gonna pick up where we left off. So just a quick recap, temptations are not the root cause of our disobedience to God. And beneath our temptation, we have to understand that we can only be tempted by what we desire. And our desires exist out of our recognition of what we lack. Our lack will cause our desires to manifest in different ways. There are good desires and there are sinful desires. But at the core of it as human beings, it all points back to our transcendental desires which are perfect truth, unconditional love, perfect justice, perfect beauty, and a sense of belonging. And you see right now, we're living within the tension. We live within the reality of our imperfection and the awareness of a standard of perfection. And recognizing the void between this gap, we'll strive to satisfy the mentioned desires to things, people, or even just doing anything that will make us happy. Or as mentioned and discussed in 1 John 2.16, will work to satisfy the lust of the flesh, also known as physical pleasure, which is that familiar nudge from our body that pleads us to achieve a certain sensation, the lust and longing of the eye, which is an expression of discontentment that leads us to unhealthy jealousy, comparison, envy and more, and the boastful pride of life, which is the power, authority and superiority that we want to feel and achieve in life. There's always more stimulation that our flesh wants to feel. The grass is always greener on the other side and the euphoria of being recognized becomes a growing desire inside. While these sinful desires exist out of our fallen nature, I think it's important to point out that the pain of our traumatic events that took place from our childhood, whether or not we recognize it as traumatic or a mere dysfunction that we have accepted as normal can deceive us from understanding what we really need as people as well. When the pain feels like it's too much, that's where we'll start looking for creative outlets of pain. On the healthier side of the spectrum, that's where we'll exercise and start a new hobby. But on the unhealthy end of the spectrum, that's when we'll start seeing people engaging in diversionary activities to divert attention from pain. This may include pornography, um, binge eating, alcohol, and many more. Take note that the perversion, disorder, dysfunctional event or pattern that has either took place once or became a norm to us can deceive us from what we truly desire. In the long run, we'll start relying on these means to get counterfeit satisfaction but it will only leave us disappointed and frustrated. But why? Why would it leave us disappointed? Because our void for love, beauty, justice, truth, and a sense of belonging can only be satisfied by perfection himself, Jesus Christ. So this leads us to the core reason of why we sin, which is unbelief. Every sin we have is rooted in unbelief. 
And if you're like me, you'll feel mildly offended or even doubtful about this because you believe in God. Even when you sin, you do believe in God. But that's not what this means. Let me explain. The area in which you sin is the area that you have yet to surrender to God. Because the fact is, a part of you have yet to believe that God can provide for you in that particular area or that His goodness is enough to satisfy you in that area or that His grace is not great enough to save you from your pit. In other words, a part of you have yet to wholeheartedly trust God in every area of your life. Your lips and mind may not admit it, but our actions will prove otherwise. So with all that has been discussed, how do we learn to trust God? We'll get into that in the next video. Do let me know if you have found all this helpful so that I can improve the quality of my content as well. And with that being said, do remember to encourage and empower each other in truth and love, one conversation at a time, and I'll see you in the next video. Bye!